Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you can hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 2, you will hear stories from our third collection, That Southern Thing, Living, Loving, Laughing, Loathing, Leaving the South. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. This is a bonus episode of Six Minute Stories, sharing the experiences of my neighbor, Horace Barrett, who is 96. I wrote this piece with excerpts from his account about his experiences on D Day, 1944. This is My Neighbor is a D Day Hero. My neighbor, a youthful 96, is a D-Day hero, 508th Parachute Infantry Regiment, 82nd Airborne Division, June 6, 1944. Horace Barrett of Winston-Salem since 1925 would not volunteer that fact if you met him, but if you ask, this is the story he tells. Rumors had been flying throughout the day that tonight, would be the real thing, that we would be behind German lines before daybreak. The weather over the English Channel was of great concern. We spent our day cleaning weapons, doing physical training, and receiving last-minute briefings. When you become airborne, you realize there is no turning back. This is it. Since we were flying at such a low altitude, the pilot put the C-47 into a steep climb so the paratroopers would have enough altitude for the chutes to open. The plane took a hit of any aircraft fire. The explosion of the shell blew a gaping hole that included our exit door. The first few paratroopers waiting to jump were killed instantly. A hole blown in the left side of the plane now became our exit door. I was forced to dive out as though diving into a pool. As I was going down, I could see tracer ammunition being fired at the descending paratroopers. As soon as I hit the ground, someone fired at me. I had landed in an apple orchard among frightened cows. With my trench knife, I immediately cut my parachute riser lines. I crouched and ran to the type of ditch which usually runs parallel to most hedgerows in Normandy. While in the ditch, I was hurriedly assembling and loading my rifle when I heard a noise nearby. With my finger on the trigger, I softly whispered, Flash, flash, our password. Immediately came the countersign, Thunder Victor. We had missed our drop zone and could not see any recognizable landmarks. We worked our way to higher ground. We gathered with others. From my vantage point on Hill 30, we could see parachutes floating in the St. Meredith River and the surrounding area, which had been flooded by the Germans to stave off an airborne invasion. When the wind blew, a parachute canopy would inflate enough to drag a drowned paratrooper to the surface of the water, only to deflate, and the dead soldiers dressed in combat gear would once again sink. The canopies floating throughout the water looked like giant water lilies. We followed a narrow road and shortly came upon a single typical French farmhouse. One of our team knocked on the back door. A woman came to the door. We hoped she would assist us, 
by verifying our exact location. Instead, the lady was frightened. Our faces still bore the black camouflage. And she would have nothing to do with us. She did not believe we were Americans, nor that the invasion was actually in progress. As we moved through the countryside, small groups and individuals gradually joined our ranks. By 1,200 hours, some officers took charge. The plan of attack was to take a causeway bridge crossing the Meredith River. As we approached the bridge, the Germans began firing their famous artillery piece, the 88mm. The shells started exploding all around us as we pushed off for our attack. We opened fire and rushed their position. In comparison, we had light weapons, but we captured the bridge leading to St. Mariglise. A 20-year-old Horace Barrett was wounded later that day. He wrote, The shells were arriving at our location so frequently we took cover anywhere we could. I hit the ground face down under a tree. I felt a sharp pain in my right leg, hit by shrapnel. Private Barrett recovered in time. He returned to combat, fighting in Nijmegen, Holland, and in the Battle of the Bulge, receiving three Purple Hearts and the Bronze Star. His written account, My Story, Every Soldier Has a Story, includes this prayer. I pray that God will embrace the fallen we left buried in the Normandy hedgerows, flooded flats of Holland and snows of Belgium. I pray for the enemy soldiers whose young lives were also cut tragically short. Only God can grant us peace with this fact that all involved were doing what they truly felt was right. God throughout history, in peace and in war, be our judge and our redeemer. Thank you, Horace. Thank you, American veterans all. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the three anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.